0: Hey friends, Andy Jenkins with the Warrior Hope Podcast, brought to you by Crosswinds Foundation for Faith and Culture. Uh, Today, I wanna talk to you, we are in episode number 12 here in season three. I wanna discuss the idea of identifying your next mission, moving forward after trauma. Now, here's how I wanna set it up. Uh, I wanna introduce you to Dan, he's our songwriter, and Colonel John Reitzel, he is our veteran that we took to a Songs of Hope event. Now, Songs of Hope, I've referenced that a couple times, that is when we partner up a veteran with a songwriter. The veteran shares his story, the songwriter then takes that and puts that some music. We record a short four to five minute film. We share it at a fundraiser, uh, generally the next week or within two weeks. And after sharing that film, the songwriter plays the song they pulled out of that story. And then everybody raises money by voting for the winning song with their dollars. And we encourage them to vote as often as they would like because it's a fundraiser. So this is a lot not normal uh, election rules. Now in this one, uh, this songwriter and the veteran happen to both be veterans. And so these guys met... And connected on an incredible level. Uh, Let's get started. Uh, We're going to be talking about finding your next mission here. Uh, Here's uh, Dan and Colonel John Reitzel.
1: We we just started talking to you. Uh, In fact, the first line is his uh, You didn't know it today, a soldier, a hero died today. You know, and I said, Well, the evening news will never show it, but over 50,000 passed away. You know. All the things that we learn to do uh, in, the, in the, our military training and stuff uh, is to survive the day, you know, and live live long enough to love.
0: Now, notice what they said there. Uh, the goal becomes to survive long enough and live to love. Like, that really becomes the focus of the message. They're getting through the fight so that they can love. Uh, Let me introduce you to another veteran. We're gonna start pulling some layers together. This is J.T. Cooper. I featured him earlier in uh, this season as well. He's also in one of our films, uh, Honoring the Code. Notice what J.T. says here about mission. October 3rd,
2: 1993. We're on the ground in Mogadishu, Somalia, in the uh, middle of hell, really. And I hear over the radio, you know, we got we got a K.I.A. They said, "Who is it?" Somebody called out Martin's name over the radio. I wasn't. I was in a different part of the battle. Than he was, so I wasn't right there when he got killed. But I knew the moment he got killed, and then I knew that the rest of the night was hard. It was hard anyway. I mean, to look down the barrel of a gun and take someone's life to save your own, it's not easy. Uh, It gets easier, it can get easier. It got easier when I found out Martin was dead. They asked me to write something for Jimmy for his memorial service, we're still in country. Into the valley we led the way, fighting on we earned our pay. For the life we choose there's no regrets and when we're winning the battles, even better yet. Stories come and stories go, but the only ones who'll ever know have walked a path and met a man stolen their life from his dying hand. With each victory there is a cost. For something gained, there's something lost. Should this be my final breath, may I die a warrior's death. And I sit down, that's what I came up with. A warrior's death. You know, when you go to basic training, the core concept is that everybody becomes the same. Uh, they shave your head. Everybody gets screamed at. Everybody nowhere ain't. Uh, if they could, they'd take your skin color away because everybody just gets treated the same. And it's one of the first times where there really wasn't a whole lot of difference. Yes, sir, Sergeant. Sergeant! They're very good at breaking you down to nothing so they can build you back up
0: the military is all about the mission. One of the things you got to do in the military is identify the mission and then you're responsible for following through with the mission. Uh, I want to show you before I get back to JT, you'll hear from him again. This is Lieutenant General William Boykin. Uh, He's a retired commander of Delta Force. Notice what he says about the mission and a transcendent cause. In reality,
3: the warrior is the one who fights for a transcendent cause. The warrior is the one who has a cause that they have internalized. That they're worth that, that that is worth fighting for, it's worth serving for and ultimately even dying for. If you don't have that transcendent cause, you're not a warrior. You may be a you may be a soldier. But you're not a warrior. But then think about that. In developing you into a warrior, what the military is doing is giving you a transcendent cause. And that transcendent cause changes. In fact, it starts as a a transcendent cause of the Constitution and the flag. But when the lead is flying, any soldier will tell you, it's all about the person on your right and left.
0: Okay, that said, now that you got that frame of reference, let's go back to J.T. Notice what happens to him when he gets out of the military. One of the first
2: things I struggled with when I got out of the Army was, what's my purpose? What's my mission? You know, in the, in the military, they teach you, you can give your life for the mission. The only thing worth giving your life for is the mission. So what's my mission worth dying for? So I ended up in a one bedroom apartment, Syracuse, New York. The girl I was engaged to and I didn't last long because let's face it, it's more romantic to go for a horse ride than to pick the stalls. So I ended up in that one bedroom apartment by myself. And uh, I don't know if, for me, I had to make that, I had to make that choice about a higher power pretty quick. And I got mad at God, I got angry, and I st- you know, if you don't help me find something bigger than me to live for, we'll come see you. Me and, me and you gonna have a talk. And I met him every day that year. It was a daily choice whether I was gonna go see him and try to kick his ass. just enough bravado left in me from the army that I felt like I could climb that fence.
0: Now, here's one of the ideas that I was was thinking about one day. Uh, We had this conversation when we were putting together uh, the first study that we put. This is the Warrior Hope Manual, and so that's available for you in the show notes uh, down below. There's a link where you can get that in our online store. Uh, One of the ideas that we, we brought up was when most people go into the military, they are 18, 19 years old. Uh, By that time in life, you really don't know what you want to do with your life. You're just starting to figure it out and make your way forward. And so the idea of having a mission has probably at that point never occurred to you before. That means that the military most likely awakens that need in you. The idea that we are all created to serve some bigger, broader purpose than just existing for ourselves. And so it awakens it. Uh, and then we, you get out of the military, you know, we're all created for something. The, the military has awakened that. W- what do you do after that? Okay. That, 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 becomes a driving question. Now I want to take you to, uh, this is from lesson 10 of, of Warrior Hope. Again, the book is available below. Uh, also, the video course that was shot to go with this is available below. You can get that as as well. It's a 10-lesson video course. In the video course, there are 10 lessons. And then in, in case you're leading a group, um, there is this after talk. Bob, the founder of Crosswinds and executive director, he had this idea when we were shooting the film. He said, let's do these uh, after talks where we really start pulling out some of the nuggets from that lesson that kind of takes it deeper and emphasizes to the facilitator or teacher what really needs to be drawn out during that lesson. And so I want to share with you this short clip where we were in episode number 10 talking about mission. This is me and Bob Waldrop. Uh, You'll recognize my voice. The other voice will be his. Uh, If you don't recognize that, you may have before because I've featured him on this uh, podcast series uh, before, interviewed him in a previous season, featured him um, during this season. On some of the clips we've reviewed. Um, we're going to hear this and, and I'll, I'll come back to the same lesson later on in this episode.
4: This is what it's all been leading to. Yeah, we, we want to help people with PTSD. Uh, we want to help people with moral injury, but, you know, we don't want to just help them and then leave them there. Yeah, no, no, we want to give them something to look forward to. And uh, so this le- is a lesson that uh, talks about uh, being empowered for mission and uh, you want to start off by just reminding them that they're still a warrior, right? You know, we talked about a lot of them have their sense of identity in being a warrior or a soldier. Uh, well, they are. They're still that warrior.
2: Right.
0: They, they still have the training. That
2: they
0: had. Well, and that's one of the big ideas. If you remember back in the introduction, we brought up that concept of really there's kind of a twofold objective here. Objective number one is to find healing from the past. And a lot of people you'll find out that that come into this that think they are healed that think they're whole. In fact, I'm thinking of a guy that we just interviewed for the podcast. He said, man, when this started, I thought I've already dealt with all this stuff. I'm gonna jump in my mission and help other people. And he did. At the same time he found healing from other layers of things. And so objective number one was to find healing no matter where you are on that journey. Objective number two was to empower people to find that new mission and release them to do that. So when we get to this one, this is really, Kind of the culmination of all that. And so that. you said
4: that was introduced in the introduction.
0: Yeah, we talk about that in the introduction. And here we are
4: still dealing with still it. Still the, last with the chapter. same issue. So, yeah. So hopefully, as a leader, you see that. You'll see this continuing line that we're focusing more and more on the mission and right. what we've heard warriors really say they need uh, is I need a mission. Right. I need. Uh, I need to have something that gives me that same sense of value and worth that I had.
0: Well, and it's important ways. that they get healing first, though, because if right. you don't get that, well, and, and you don't have to be totally healed, you know, to move forward. I think we're always all in process. But if you don't get that healing first or at least start that journey, then you you could actually just self-medicate with the mission, right? Mm-hmm. You just throw yourself yep. into something and not deal with the deeper issues. Okay, so so now we're pulling the ideas together. Let's go back and listen to Dan. And Colonel Reitzel.
1: You know, and so uh, the missions that we've been on, <laughs> you know, did what we had to do.
3: To whoever we had to
1: do it. To whoever we had to do it. I missed Vietnam by one year, you know, I was going in. And, uh, and he was there. I, I fought. I, I fought my service with guys like this, you know. And so... We, we were a good match, <laughs> you
0: know. And then now let's listen to Sergeant Horace Lee, who now this is a World War II veteran back from the Pacific. We've talked about him with him other times before. All is fair in love and war. And war
5: is a terrible ordeal that unless you have to go through it, you don't want to. In, in uh, occupation duty I went to Nagasaki where the atomic bomb was dropped, the second one. And it was devastated to the point that the Japanese had took equipment and just piled the ruble out of the streets, back on the lots and the house and the parts of the business district and it was covering up thousands of dead people that were devastated by the bomb and uh, the stench was so strong that you just couldn't stay there. You had to move on. An experience that you'd have to go through to really have the feeling
0: that you have when you see what man can destroy. Now, uh, Horace Lee is going to put this in everyday terms, the mission, in a little bit. So that, that's why I wanted to bring his voice in here, so you, you'd kind of know what he was, what he's doing, what he was about. I want to link back now to Dan and Colonel Reitzel at the Songs of Hope. Okay, again, this is just to help orient you. Dan's going to be the first talker. So if you're listening. Uh, and you're not watching, and, and you haven't kind of picked up on which one's which. The first one that's speaking is Dan, that is our songwriter who is a veteran, and then you'll hear Colonel John Reitzel, uh, that is our, our veteran who who just happens to be the veteran. <laughs> here, here, here they are. I was in on the uh, bombing of Gaddafi.
1: I was too. <laughs> 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 we, 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 we were different places, again, weren't we? Yeah. I wasn't a boomer in the Gulf of Sidra. Were you? But yeah. well, we launched uh, with one Airman First Class Command and launched the second largest air raid in the history since World War II. Yeah. We we, uh, we moved on that, but we, we were inside Gaddafi's line. Yeah. And, and, and uh, the big submarine. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, we couldn't do anything for that guy. Right. Well, I'm just trying not to make like, like the sand pit or the... big right, line. All right, all right, all right, you know. Whoever put their lives on line? well, so would the others. But I'm still here, why I don't know. It's a day-to-day experience, but all I know is I gotta go. go. Oh, that's good. All that's left of me is to go.
0: Continue with them, and I'm gonna let Dan play a little bit. There, there's crowd noise because everybody is coming in. Uh, but but I wanted you to what were their songs? I hope some of the other veterans and songwriters are coming in. These guys were kind of in the main area where we were serving lunch. They just kind of stayed there, and so everybody's coming back in to eat. And these guys are continuing to work and and kind of figure out the message. <laughs>
1: I survived, but one day I... you may not know it. But a hero died that day. The evening news never showed it. Over 50,000 passed away. Some of them were friends of mine. Other ones were brothers. They laid their lives on. The
0: And and now I want to take you back to me and Bob. We are in the Warrior Hope training. This is in lesson 10 where we are talking about the idea. Bob brings it up that the training that you had that made you a warrior, it still works. You might have to be creative how you apply it into other areas, but it still emphatically works and is useful. Uh, listen to what he says here and of the opportunities that you have to actually serve and use that training literally doing anything. Your training still works. Yeah, the is training the, still works. That's right.
4: Yeah, and, uh, I think by now, uh, hopefully you realize that, uh, just because you may not have a, a skill set that particularly fits uh, within the context of a particular job today, it doesn't mean the fact that your training has no bearing. Correct. Uh, you know what, you've proven that you can be trained in a particular skill, uh, a, a particular duty. There are going to be aspects of that. It may be leadership, as Andy shared a few weeks ago, or a few lessons ago, talking about um, the, the guy who had 200 uh, warriors or soldiers under yeah, him, 100. comes home, uh, you know, well, he had the capability to lead 200 people. Uh, it may be not in the job he, you know. when he came home there may not have been that particular job but he could have been placed as a, in a position as a manager or supervisor over a certain number of employees and his skill set proves he could get the job done he right. could lead those men he may do a little bit of retraining or in that particular area so your training still works you, you have the abilities don't feel like just because there's
0: not a job that is exactly like the job you had there means that you can't find work here Well, and maybe tip of the day on that is most people that are working that are civilians aren't working the same job now that they were working five years ago, and there's a disconnect between the skills they were using. So really, when you start looking at uh, what we draw out in this lesson from boot camp, from the discipline and the perseverance and the teamwork that they were able to uh, have instilled at boot camp, those are the core things that are really the most important that's right and so as you start deploying to a new mission we give you different aspects of what you could do in this lesson that those are the things that are needed
4: yeah and what we've done is we've listed a number of items that even if you you're unable to find employment or maybe you're retired you're in a season when you don't need yeah the employment. yeah that's right maybe you're you're retired you just you don't need employment There's still missions that you can be involved in so we've in the manual we list several of those such as you know as, as I told you about the the gentleman whose grandkids became right, his mission. It's family maybe it's your family you know maybe it's your friends that you have or uh, maybe there's some service provider uh, that helps veterans has helped you great way to give back is to help them help right. them help other people there are other charitable or religious organizations uh, other different kind of uh, ministries or outreaches to veterans you can get involved with uh, some other transcendent cause uh, that's there that you know about.
0: Uh, And and notice uh, some of those missions might have been, you'd say, well, that's a bigger mission, and some of these were serving family and friends. Uh, Here's Horace Lee. Uh, This is such a gracious guy. Uh, I wanted you to hear just really what he says in everyday terms.
5: I battle it a lot of times at night. I just have to Ask the Lord to help me flip the page over and get off of the memories and get on what am I, what am I gonna do tomorrow? I just flip the Lord helps me, but I just flip the page I said I got to fix this fence over here tomorrow. I got to castrate those caves out there tomorrow. I just get my, flip the bad thoughts away and
0: take on some new ones. And now we're going to come back to J.T. Cooper. Uh, J.T. Cooper, remember, uh, lost a a, a close friend in the Black Hawk Down incident. Uh, He heard it come over the speaker as they were communicating from vehicle to vehicle of a KIA, a killed in action. It was Jimmy Martin, uh, a friend of his, and I'm saying his name to honor him intentionally here. Uh, And J.T., you know, he wrote a eulogy for Jimmy. Uh, but here, JT realizes that kind of to move forward, his old self had to this is kind of Christian language, his old self had to die. Paul says that in Romans 6, new self has to come alive. And JT thought, if I'm if I'm gonna come alive, and it was a long struggle for him to do this, but if, I, if I'm really gonna come alive, I've gotta write a eulogy for the old me and a new mission for the new me. Now listen in as he says this here, and, and notice he puts it to the same cadence that he's spoken to in other episodes here of the soldier's creed.
2: And one day I'm sitting there and I'm going over this thing, the eulogy that I wrote for Jimmy Martin. And I finally came to a conclusion. Into the valley we lead the way. By the Father's hand we live each day. For the life we choose. There's no regret, and when beating the devil, even better yet. Stories come and stories go, but the only ones who'll ever know have walked a path and met a man, and on bended knee took a Savior's hand. With each victory, there's a cost to serve Christ Jesus. My will is lost. And should this be my final breath, may I die a warrior's death. The Bible said, He who loves his life will lose it. He who hates his life will keep it. I hated my life about right then. and The only way I could get where I wanted to be was to lose it. And I decided that day that maybe I went to war to find out who to be a warrior for. I decided to give my life to God and try to figure this out before I went and seen Him face to face. So eulogy one was for Jimmy and eulogy two was for me.
0: I I want to end what I have to say right there. And uh, I I want to end it and refer you to the show notes where you can find some more tools, some more resources that are available for you, whether it is the Warrior Hope training. Again, this comes as a book. It also comes as a video course, whether it is the Disentangled Study um, that is the Bible study that will lead you through Uh, really who a warrior is. It'll lead you through the cost that warriors pay. It'll lead you through faith. That is a six-week, six-lesson Bible study. You could, I guess, do it as fast as you want to, but six lessons in there that'll take you through a look at the scripture. Some of our documentaries are available for streaming down below. Uh, You can go into the Crosswinds store and find other resources even for families. Um, But I I say all that. I want to sign off. Uh, Again, Andy Jenkins with Crosswinds Foundation for Faith and Culture. This is the Warrior Hope Podcast. I want to sign off and leave you with Dan and John Reitzel, Colonel Reitzel, because the song was I'm Still Here. So they're talking about a mission. And and my basic idea is this. If you're still here, that means there's still something for you to do. There's still a project, a task, a purpose, a mission for you because you're here. And close out with Dan and Colonel Reitzel.
1: They never said there'd be a hole inside me I can't feel I may not know why I survived one day I will is i I'm still here hanging tough and every day I wake up I'll fight to love Best Only reason. Let me tell you, that's enough. I'm still.